0: If you miss Maddie and Mark, unbelievable. Here's a catch-up.
1: Yes, and it's around this time of the morning that I usually give everyone an update about how my house build is going. Yeah,
2: well, I I was thinking to myself, you know what? I reckon the contract, your builder, will be getting stuck into it so he can have a bit of lay time down on the long weekend. He'd be be stuck Mm. into it today and tomorrow.
1: Well, you know that's not true because last week... I was informed, sadly informed, that my builder did go into administration, which wasn't a surprise. There were a lot of signs there.
2: A lot of signs. Well, I'm not surprised.
1: Including you know, it's taken a year and a half exactly. to get to the stage we so I, pre-
2: I presume uh, other houses that this particular builder builds is the same. Yeah. So, you know, he wouldn't be getting too much recommendations.
1: No, no. He's think. done. So I had to call the big building governing body. They're called QBCC.
2: Mm.
1: Uh, yesterday. And I was chatting to them and, I, and they're like, so... I
2: know that because I do a lot of ads. QBCC 1, four, four, three, <laughs> QBC one 3, 4, QBCC 1, you know how you're going to do it at the end of ads?
1: You're a walking disclaimer, mate. <laughs> <laughs> anyway.
2: Do I need a disclaimer for what you're about to say? <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> Always. Anyway, I yeah, called the QBCC. Blah, 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 blah. And um, they said... Oh, who's, who's, you know, what are you calling about? I said, oh, my builder's gone into administration. And they said, well, um, what's your builder's name? And I gave the name. And I won't say it on air because I feel sorry for him. Um, I gave the name and straight away they went, oh, yep, we know of him. Oh. And I went, I'm guessing that you're dealing with a lot of his other customers right now. And he goes, yeah, yeah, we are. Sorry to hear what you're going through, blah, blah, blah. Anyway. I said, so what's the process from here? And they turned to me and said, well, have you formally terminated your contract?
2: Why and would I you said, want to do that? Well, they've basically terminated it, haven't they? <laughs> well, that's uh, what I under. said.
1: I was like, well, if, if they've gone into administration. Surely our contract is still, is, is not valid. Surely it's void. And I went, no, you actually, I know it's a bit of a shit thing, but you actually have to formally terminate the contract, even if the builder's gone into administration. Wow. So I have to act. I have to go and do Are that. Are you
2: sure? It doesn't sound right to me that you no, have to was, terminate it, the contract. Yeah.
1: It's totally right. Okay. Without speaking to a lawyer. Mm. Um, and then it made me think, it's like I'm, I'm in this weird relationship. I've been in this weird relationship with this builder for... Over a year and a half, it's actually three years since we signed our contract,
2: Mm, a year
1: and a half of building.
2: Yeah, I know how he's feeling. I've got a weird relationship at work here as well.
1: (laughs) You can't get rid of me. Do you want to formally (laughs) terminate?
2: (laughs) Who do I see? Well, I've got a
1: a templated format that you can (laughs) fill out.
2: (laughs) It's been used quite a number of times, has it?
1: (laughs) Yeah, anyway. (laughs) It is though, I'm like in this weird relationship where... Both us parties know that it's over, but no one's no one's actually said anything.
2: Mm.
1: <laughs> no one's made That's made weird. the call and went, listen.
2: <laughs> it's over. It's
1: probably our sex laugh. It's just not <laughs> happening. We need to let, let it go.
2: <laughs> but, yeah, oh.
1: I'll send you that template.
2: Oh, <laughs> well, and this morning, Maddie, we're talking about uh, technology in the home and yep. uh, whether you have any rules
1: Yeah, because I never thought I'd say this line, but I'm thinking of taking Kanye West's advice and promoting some technology rules in my house because my kids are under three years old and they're already using iPads.
2: Well, I'm going to start young.
1: Yes, and we use our phones around them a lot, and I'm getting to a point where I've got to put a stop to something and have more family time. So mm. I need to do some technology rules in my house.
2: Yeah, well, I've got all teenagers. Well, I'm just out of the teenage now, as I call it, a proper adult. Yeah, um, you're going
1: to be a grandpa. Yeah, anyway.
2: well, well, a couple have moved on, but I've still got Mitch at home, and, uh, yeah, the rule is, and it's always been the rules when the girls are in the house too, at dinner time, no mobile phones. No,
1: yeah.
2: Yep. You leave them in your bedroom. You don't bring them to the table even.
1: Yeah, so my kids don't have mobile phones yet. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Wait, Adams called through on thirteen twenty seven ten. Do you have any uh, any technology rules in your house, mate? We do not a general
1: through the week type thing because all our kids are growing up and moved out. Um, but when we have parties and stuff like that, um, we have a well try to have a rule anyway. No social media while you're, while you're at our place, whether we're having a drink or a barbecue or a soiree or whatever you want to call it. Oh,
2: that sounds good. I reckon you might have had some embarrassing moments in the past. Is that what brought that on?
1: You know, I just think it takes away from the socialization in between yeah. people. The embarrassing moments can come in the morning. Yeah. You know, but it is, yeah. there's, nothing, there's nothing worse than people sitting there on Facebook or, or whatever and somebody's trying to hold a conversation with them. So, yeah, we totally try to agree. And no social media. At parties or anything at our place, so yeah. And Adam, you do Staff sound it. like the kind type of
2: bloke that um, has a soirée as well.
1: Oh hell yeah! <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, Thanks. so how does it go down, Adam? When you when you tell people?
1: Oh, generally they sort of look at me a little bit strange, but once the conversation starts flowing, people forget about it.
2: Yeah, I can imagine, Adam. That's a great rule, isn't it, yeah. to bring into your barbecue? Big bucket at the door. That's put the your one. Phone's In. <laughs> Time to talk NRL and uh, from the uh, Cowboys' Triple M call team, we've got uh, Wade on the line. G'day, mate. How are you? Hey, g'day, guys. I'm really well. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Uh, Gee, surely the Cowboys have got to sort of have a win soon, (laughs) have they?
0: You know what? We've said that for a few weeks. We have. (laughs) And and you know what? Like, I think time's running out, isn't it? They're Bathurst tomorrow night against Penrith. It's second versus second last. I did, I, like do or die. I think it was almost do or die last week, to be honest. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you know, when you're starting to think uh, how many games you need to win from the remaining games, it makes it tough. Yeah, yeah.
1: I guess the Cowboys might have actually needed Todd Carney, and he's definitely it, off the cards. Is you don't yeah. think there's any return?
0: I don't think so. No, mm-hmm. I, I just think. I don't know. I'd love to hear from the NRL why it took them so long to make a decision. Mm. And like, uh, I, I, I get why he's gone back down to family and things like that. He wanted to make an NRL return. I would have loved to have seen the Cowboys' colours, to be honest. Uh, mm. But I think it, they've just taken way too long to, well, at least let us know why they're not going to register or, or, or,
2: or, or what the hold-up was.
0: Yeah,
1: I mm. agree. Totally
2: agree. So what about the uh, the game tonight, mate, with the uh, the Broncos and the Bulldogs? What do you think? Oh,
0: look, the Broncos... You know they've been hot and cold all season. One week they put in a great performance, another week a poor performance. Had a good one against South last week. Uh, the Bulldogs haven't shown anything in attack. all all year, really. They had that win against the Cowboys a few weeks ago and and a couple of losses. And, you know, they really should have... uh, There's games there they should have really won. I can't see the Bulldogs winning tonight. I really can't. Uh, But, but look, the Broncos don't instill me with much confidence. Mm. Look, my tips are going absolutely rubbish at the moment. So, uh, i might tip the Broncos, but not with much confidence.
2: Yeah. I'm I'm a little bit, uh, well, a bit wary about the Dragons this weekend, mate. They're going up against the Storm.
0: Yeah, absolutely. This is a match of the round, if you ask me, first versus fourth. Riding off the storm a month ago, um, but I, I don't know. There's a lot to like about the Dragons. Uh, like a lot to like about them. Um, I'm going to tip the Dragons. I think they can do the Storm, but I think it's going to be a close game and mm. one of those. I think it's going to be. I don't think there's going to be a lot of points in it. I no, was scoring, I put it this way: the Storm won't put on fifty like they did last Anzac Day uh, against the Warriors.
2: Mm. Uh, one team which I'm a little bit surprised about. We haven't talked uh, about them for for many weeks, and that that is uh, Manly. The the sea eagles. I I would have had them in you know the top four in my picks at the start of the season on, on paper. But they haven't done too well. There's a bit of off season drama there, and uh, I see this morning that uh, there's problems with Trent Barrett and they don't yeah. really want him there. Yeah, that's
0: right. There's uh, there's specula- well, there's a bit of speculation around. You're right that they don't want him there, but also too he might walk away. James Hooper from uh, Triple NRL and Fox Sports has oh, wow. said that basically that, that he may, he hasn't given the indication, but maybe he might, that, that they've that made some poor decisions that weren't of his doing and that all of a sudden if you try and fix it at the end of this year his contracts up, all of a sudden you're a one-contract coach because people have said, no, no, you can't coach. Even though a lot of the things that he's trying to deal with now uh, in terms of the salary cap issues and players that are in, on back-ended contracts are not from his doing. In saying that, the Jackson Hastings issue and, you know, the issue that happened in Gladstone that, that's almost been drip-feeding us over the last three or four weeks, they've handled that really, really poorly. And the only way that's going to go away is with a win. Mm. And they haven't won. And I think they only sit on two wins as well. So all they keep losing, speculation will just continue to mount. And, and and yeah, you're right. The, the, the caliber of players they've got on that side, they shouldn't be sitting down the
2: bottom of the table. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, just quickly, too, before you go, I don't know if you're across this story here in Cairns, mate. Our, uh, our Mayor, Bob Manning, we, we tried to get hold of him this morning. He went down to Sydney to meet the bosses of NRL yesterday, and uh, he's putting an idea to have a, a PNG and slash Cairns team in the NRL and uh, also build a stadium here in Cairns uh, with some of the games, of course, and training being held in here in Cairns and some in PNG. Do you reckon that yep. would work?
0: Look, I, you know what? Um, I, I know you know the new chair of the NRL Commission, Peter Bede, is very big on the expansion and very keen. So a tick there. Um, yes, I do. Up in North Queensland, at, at the whole of North Regional Queensland loves NRL and PNG as well. I don't know about the logistics in terms of where they would split you know, the, the training in the home base and things yeah. like that. But another NRL site that's you know predominantly based in Queensland, I think it's a terrific idea. Um, y- y- your only thing you got to watch, I guess, is is crowd numbers and support and, and, and just that population base around the around the region. But um, there's one thing for sure, PNG loves footy, North Queensland loves footy, so I say good on you, Bob.
1: Mm, you know what? You'd get a bigger crowd in PNG than you would in Sydney at the moment. <laughs> so. Oh, <no. laughs>
0: Absolutely not. Right. That has to happen. They've got all those teams in Sydney that get seven or 8,000. I, yeah. I remember in 2010, I used to go to Ayrton Stadium and court like a Cowboys and uh, Bulldogs game on a Friday night, and there was about 8,000 people there. That yeah. was and, and, and the atmosphere, zero. It was yep. terrible. You don't mm. get that these days because the Cowboys, obviously, are flying much higher. Well, maybe not now than what they were back then. But, jeez, in those big stadiums with no crowds, it's terrible. And you're yeah. right, we get more crowds than them, up, than, than them down there. Mm. Maddie and Mark, weekdays from 5.30 on 99.5 Triple M. Find more catch-ups at mm triplem.com.au.